Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to Leroy's Library, Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy's weekly podcast where we cover our community, culture, news, events, and any relevant information regarding life here on Earth and in Bangkok. My name is Leroy Jenkonius III, here to serve you a soul-filling feast filled with poetry, music, and the rest of the collective creative output from members of our community. This week on Leroy's Library, we focus our attention on the things that make us take action, to move with intent and keep us going forth in the face of inevitable obstacles that are life's only promise. We'll do this by taking a look at another very common scene written into the stories of heroes found in novels and plays and movies and myths from all over the planet and they're reflected in the personal lives of anyone who's ever been human throughout history. This scene is commonly referred to as the call to action or call to adventure. It usually occurs after we've had an introduction to who our hero is and what kind of world they live in. This call to adventure manifests itself in response to a deep longing held by our hero to change their world or current circumstance. All right, so this is a scene that you've definitely read about in books like The Hobbit, when Gandalf shows up to Bilbo Baggins' hobbit hole with a company of dwarves to inform Bilbo that he's been conscripted to go seek and vanquish the dragon Smog, and to liberate the lonely mountain that he's usurped. The sequence of scenes in the Harry Potter books, where Harry and his family, the Dursleys, are inundated with letters from Hogwarts inviting Harry to study and master his gift of magic, also reflect the call to adventure. One of the most widely recognized stories that portrays this call to adventure is the biblical tale of Abraham. He's called upon by divinity to leave the land of his father and journey far into foreign lands where he's sure to be met with adversity and hardship, also that he may gain God's favor for his family and future generations. And in doing so, setting into motion the chain of events that leads to the settlement of the land of Canaan and the foundation of a new nation of people. The call to adventure acts as both a promise and a warning to the hero. A promise of the salvation that awaits the hero who answers the call and agrees to endure the trials of the quest. And a warning of the torment guaranteed to the soul of the hero who ignores the call to adventure brought forth from the depths of the hero's soul. In most stories, we find that our hero is in the midst of a mundane world, rife with mediocrity, devoid of principle, ravished by suffering. Recognition of this wasteland is a precursor to the onset of a desire to improve it. Stuck in limbo, some kind of Dada expression of half-manic moods and demonic possession. Vampires promising ecstasy with bloodless dedication, while sirens sing tonelessly of timeless temptation. My feet stumble blindly through my neon-soaked dream, heart pumping blood never again quite clean. Wolves circle eagerly, they think my time is near, but I carry on in the absence of fear. I question my place at a quarter past three, neither predator nor prey but still not quite free. Thank you. This concise yet equally poignant poem by Emerson Steinberg illustrates the importance of asking the right questions. 
questioning the place or position we find ourselves in and determining that a change is necessary is crucial for the hero of your story to be able to recognize that a call to adventure is even happening. Otherwise, the call just gets overlooked or worse yet, outrightly rejected as it happens to Bilbo Baggins, who vehemently refuses Gandalf's invitation due to fear of the unknown and being entrenched in the comforts of home for way too long. So we must ask, what is the price of remaining in limbo, staying in stasis, in an ever-changing world that waits for no one. How can we realize our wants, our needs, our desires if we cannot bring ourselves to accept the challenge from the flickering fire deep within our heart? Especially when that fire leads you directly into the dark chaos of the unknown. Go west, child. Abandon your mother tongue, wrap it around awkward syllables, inhale a motley language deep within your lungs. You need these sounds to thrive. So shackle your nimble tongue to barren words instead of the ones that keep you alive. Your name does not fit well here. So often butchered by the mouths of strangers, you'll have to find something that is more pleasing to their ear. Go west, child. Trade your soul for hopes and dreams because this is the place where you realize your destiny but no one ever told you that this land is not what it seems. They say keeping your head down is wise but raise your fists and prepare to fight because they will knock you down every time you try to rise. Go west, child. There's nothing for you here. This city is in ruins. Its leaders are a cancer. Go west, go west. It's quite clear. And of course, we'll take the first chance to run away when we've been told since the day we were born that there's no future if we stay. So go west, child. Chris Aldana Saunders' untitled poem is a very clear example of what a call to adventure is and how it manifests and under what conditions one might find themselves when such a call arises. By now, it should come as no surprise to anyone, except our hero, of course, that choosing to engage and respond to the call to adventure is submission of one's aversion to the unknown and willingness to encounter mortal danger that is absolutely guaranteed along the way. It's because of this that we often find our hero's initial response to the call is one soaked in self-doubt and self-denial, despite the fact that deep within the hero's heart, they know that this is the exact thing they've been waiting for all along. This refusal of the call by our hero comes from the same place that our own fears and doubts manifest. Such refusal is informed by the same parts of ourselves that give us every reason not to pursue that career as an artist or a writer, not to sign up to perform at the local open mic, or not to request that job promotion you know you deserve. Our initial response of refusal is born out of a conscious or subconscious avoidance of the experience of pain and suffering that is inescapable and equally indisposable to the completion of the hero's quest. 
As is the story of Abraham, onward he goes into the lands of those hostile to him, to father a nation of people destined to be bonded as slaves, yet promised much more as a result. Abraham knew without a doubt that there is no path forward that doesn't offer a decent sting. Pain is fleeting. Then again, what isn't? Time slipping by like it's got some place to go. I spend a lot of time staring off into space, wasting time, thinking about wasted time, wishing it would stop moving so fast. But back to pain, that's really the secret sauce. You can't have pleasure without a decent sting of it. And I just can't figure out why inevitability hurts the way it does, when the biological impulse is to avoid the sharp things, and the hot things, and the fast-moving blunt things. Why does that impulse linger into nights spent alone, safely tucked away from any danger, and yet still some nerve exposed to the darkness in some intangible way. All right. In this poem, Emerson reminds us of the inevitability of pain in our lives, reminding us that pleasure can only be experienced relative to the pain already endured. This is what Abraham understood when he accepted his call to adventure. He knew that the journey ahead would be punctuated with success and sacrifice, gain and loss, rises and falls to be felt over the span of many generations. Still, he sets forth with faith in himself and in the higher power to realize his full potential with full knowledge of the hardship awaiting him. And with understanding that this is his best and really his only option. Well aware of the pain ahead, Abraham forges his path forward, establishing an agreement with the divine power that serves as an ark to keep him afloat when the worst of the storms meet him along his journey. The Ark of the Covenant between God and Abraham won't stop the rainy days from coming, but it does protect Abraham from the rise and the fall of the floods they bring, allowing him to dutifully and courageously answer his call to adventure and ride right into the heart of the unknown where danger awaits, along with the promise of growth and wisdom to be gained. That about does it for this episode of Leroy's Library. If you enjoyed the performances featured in this episode, be sure to witness the real thing live at events such as our open mic show or poetry slams just like the one going down this week, Thursday, September 21st at Live Lounge on Sukhumvit Soy 13. And if you'd like to brighten up a friend's day with a smorgasbord of soul food, don't hesitate to share this podcast with them right now. Tell them to find Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy on Facebook and with the handle Bangkok L-Y-L-U on Instagram. May your week ahead be fruitful and may you not forget that the adventure awaiting you has a decent sting in store and that any success and pleasure is not without failure and pain. We'll close this episode by passing the mic over to Bangkok-based electronic band Wasabi Bites with the sonic epic entitled Drop, featuring legendary hip-hop OG DJ Africa Islam. Be sure to find Drop and more songs by Wasabi Bites on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, or SoundCloud. 
Thank you for listening to Leroy's Library, Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy's weekly podcast where we cover our community, culture, news, events, and any relevant information regarding life here on Earth and in Bangkok. I am your host, Leroy Jenkonius III, and I bid thee a stellar week. I'll see you next Monday. Surface, dive to the first. One way to be certain you're living is to hurt. Word, you say you've been to the top. The midden friend, how long was the drop? Rise to the surface, dive to the first. One way to be certain you're living is to hurt. Word, you say you've been to the top. The midden friend, how long was the drop? Stop, stop, rocking. It's not quite dropping. It's Goldman Sachs game. Apple is rotten. Ever just a president. It's only just a blue. TV show reality. Twitter writing full. Stop, stop, rocking. It's not quite dropping. The Goldman Sachs game. Apple is rotten. Ever just a president. It's only just a blue. TV show reality. Twitter writing full. Rise to the surface. Dive to the furthest. One way to be certain you're living is to hurt. Work. You say you've been to the top. Some of them friends, how long was the drop? Rise to the surface, dive to the first. One way to be certain you're living is to hurt. Work. You say you've been to the top. Some of them friends, how long was the drop? Stop, stop, rocking. It's not quite dropping. The Goldman Sachs game, Apple is rotten. Ever just the president, it's only just the two. TV show reality, Twitter writing full. Stop, stop, rocking. It's not quite dropping. The Goldman Sachs game, Apple is rotten. Ever just the president, it's only just the two. TV show reality, Twitter writing full. Rise to the surface, dive to the furthest. One way to be certain you're living is to hurt. Work. You say you've been to the top. Some of them friends, how long was the drop? Rise to the surface, dive to the furthest. One way to be certain you're living is to hurt. Work. You say you've been to the top. Some of them friends, how long was the drop? Been to the top, tell me damn friend, how long was the drop? Rise to the surface, 
dive to the first When we can be certain your living is the earth Word, you say you've been to the top Tell me then friend, how long was the drop? Rise to the surface, dive to the first One way to be certain your living is the earth Word, you say you've been to the top Tell me then friend, how long was the drop?